Alright, Jabose, good morning. Let us begin. So we are continuing today in Os Samech Dalit in Sitka Satsadik. So remember again, we began this Os last week, and it's here that the Rebbe introduced us to this really fascinating idea that often in life we assume that when we are engaged in something and we are finding success in that particular endeavor, that that is indicative of the fact that the Ribbono Shal Olam is happy with the direction that I am taking. Conversely, when I'm engaged in an endeavor and it's not going well, that could be indicative of the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is unhappy with how I'm doing. And Rebzadik highlights the idea that a person could realize success in a particular derech, but it does not mean that the Ribbono Shal Olam is happy with the chosen derech, with the chosen path. Instead, Rebzadik explains that sometimes what happens in life is HaKadosh Baruch Hu sees that if I have chosen a particular path because I believe that ultimately this is the right path, this is the Ratzon Hashem, this is the true will of God. So Rabzadik says, if, if that's what I believe, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu helps me along that path, even if technically speaking, that's not really the right way to go. This is really a manifestation of the concept of Baderach Sha'adam Rotze Lelech Molichin Oso. The Derach that I choose, HaKadosh Baruch Hu helps me along. Now, again, Rabbi Sadak's kind of qualification to this is I have to believe it. In other words, that, that what we spoke about before, that what HaKadosh Baruch Hu truly values more than anything is a sense of, as we codified yesterday, a new word, genuinity, or Shabbos, we came up with that, that I remember it was Shabbos yesterday. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants me to be genuine and committed, right? That as long as there is a sense of genuinity and commitment, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I'll help you along. If you believe in it, I'll help you along that path. Even HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, even if, if I don't, even if I, God, don't believe in the path, or I don't think the path is right, I'll help you along. Page Kufnun Vav. So Rabbi gives an example of this. He says, Va'af ma'shalamdu chazal, on the left-hand paragraph, excuse me, the right-hand paragraph, right-hand side, in the Be'oria Chasidus, second paragraph down. Va'af ma'shalamdu chazal, esaklal hazeh, gahme hanhogas Hashem Yisbarach im Bilam. So the Rabbi says, the truth is a good example of this, is the way Hashem conducted himself with Bilam. Remember again, so we know the story of Bilam as contained in Parshas Balak. Bilam was a Gentile prophet who was approached by Balak, the king of Moab, to go ahead and curse the Jewish people. And Balak promises Bilam fame, fortune, everything. And originally, Bilam asks HaKadosh Baruch Hu if he's permitted to go. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu appears to him at night in a dream and tells him, you can't go. You can't go with them. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, you can't curse the Jewish people. They are a blessed people. So what happens? Now remember again, Bilam is quite persistent. right? And Bilam does not give up. So Bilam keeps asking. Bilam keeps after HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So after a certain amount of time, what happens? So HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to Bilam, Kum leich itam. Go. Go. Why? Mitnei shebilam ratza vishtokeik laleches im sorry balak. Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu saw like this. Bilam wanted to go. Bilam wanted to go. And already he keeps asking, he keeps pushing, he very much wants to go. And therefore what happens? Obederach zeh 
Holicho Oso Mina Shamaim. Shalish Baruch saw that ultimately Bilam wanted to do this. And Shalish Baruch apparently also saw that Bilam really thought this was the right thing to do. Now it's true, when you look at Rashi, when you look at many of the Mepharshim, they seem to understand that Bilam's motivation was one driven by wealth, uh, personal aggrandizement, covid but perhaps there was some element that Bilam also felt that this was his tachlis as the prophet, that here was his opportunity to flex his prophetic muscles and be able to do something of consequence. So he feels committed to this particular course of action. He goes on, he says, Ultimately, again, now when you look at this, Bilam's intention was not to go in the Derech HaTorah. See, Reb Tzadik says, on one hand, Reb Tzadik says, well, maybe you could tie up that maybe Bilam's intentions were, quote-unquote, L'Shem Shamayim. The difficulty in saying that Bilam's intentions were L'Shem Shamayim is why? Because Chesh Baruch tells him, don't go. So it's hard to say that your intentions are for the sake of heaven when heaven is telling you, don't go. Aval in ze sosya lemavor le'el, ki gam lefi daito hamisu lefes, so we'll say this is this is fascinating. So Bilam, as much as he knew that this was not the will of God, was not the will of God, he understood that or he felt that it was the right thing to do. And I was saying now when you say those words, does it not sound inherently contradictory? He knew that it was not the will of God. He knew right that Hashbarahu did not want him to go. How did he know that? Because Ribon Shalom told him, Don't go, don't go. Yet, somehow, some way, he still felt that it was the right thing to do. Now, I will say, now, lest you think that's, lest you say to yourself, that, That's crazy. That's crazy. Hashbarahu tells you that clearly something is wrong, then of course, how can you ever do it? Okay, let's say for most of us, it's Maisim Bechol Yom, that there are things that Hashem tells us are absolutely unequivocally wrong, and yet somehow, some way, we still find a way to justify doing them. In other words, this is human nature. Human nature is, I know what I'm supposed to do, I know what I'm not supposed to do. I was going to say, very rarely, sometimes in life, you have like gray situations where you're not exactly sure what to do, what's the Ratzon Hashem. But more often than not, I'm pretty clear as to what I'm supposed to do, what I'm not supposed to do. Yet many times I find myself on the wrong side of the law, doing things that I'm not supposed to do. So how do I get there? Because we have this incredible ability to justify things. We have the incredible ability to go ahead and turn things that are really against the Ratzon Hashem, but somehow to convince myself that it's good, that it's right, that it's correct, that it's warranted. So that's what happened with Bilam. Here, HaKadosh Baruch was explicitly communicating to him, don't do it, don't go, I don't want you to go, and it's not going to turn out well if you try to go. Yet, Bilam convinces himself that this is the right derech. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, okay, you know what, you convinced yourself that it's the right derech. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I give people Bechira. And if you truly believe that what you are doing is correct, and you truly believe that some way, somehow, what you're doing is the proper derech to serve me, I can't stand in your way. I can't stand in your way. He goes on, he says, he says, V'chashav sheroi, last, okay, left-hand paragraph, 
כפי משהו שורש המקטרג על כלל ישראל, ומובן שגם אמו הסנאי גשם מספרך כפי רצונו, המוטה, והיתר לו ללכס עם שרי בלק כדי לקלל אס ישראל. זה באמת איזה אינקרדיבל אינקרדיבל יסוד. אז כאן, אסנצ'לי, רבצדיק אומר שזה כאן מסורבס as the source for this principle of Baderech Sha'adam Rotze Lelech Molichin Oso. The path that you choose for yourself in this world is the path that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will help you on. Now again, all but it requires two things. Number one, number one, that you genuinely believe that this is the correct path. That's Aleph. And Bez, that you are committed to this path. In other words, that you're going to work hard on this path. And if those two factors are there, even if halach halamai say what? Even if halach halamai say it's not actually the right path, HaKadosh Baruch will help me along it. Help, help, help me along. And we'll say, therefore, this kind of loops back again to what Rav Tzadik was saying before. That's why halach halamai even if you see success in a particular life path, don't automatically assume that success equals divine pleasure with the choices that I am making. Sometimes all success means is that I'm committed and I genuinely believe that what I'm doing is correct, but love dafka that it actually is correct. I will say, isn't this scary? Because I think many of us, before we saw Os Samech Dalid, automatically assumed that success, success means that Chesh Baruch Hu is happy with what it is that I'm doing. And now we realize how scary this is because a person could be successful, and however you're defining success, but a person could be successful in a particular derech in life, and yet, I could be totally going in the wrong direction. Totally in the wrong direction. Which is why that in life, a person has to, we all have to take, like, almost like a step back, a little of the chashkun nefesh to ask ourselves, are we really going down the right path? So you're both like, sometimes in life, when, you, when, when, when things aren't going well, it's much easier to do a cheshman nefesh, right? Because I realize things aren't going well, right? As they say, like it's just, it's just not going. So if it's not going, if it's not going, it's much easier to take a step back and say, okay, how do I course correct? But sometimes life, everything is going well, quote unquote, right? Things are working out. I'm being successful. It's in those times where a person also has to take a step back and ask themselves, is this the right terech? Is, is this really what I should be doing? Or again, perhaps have I misread the Ratzon Hashem or have I misread my own tachlis in life? Success is not necessarily an indicator of divine pleasure with the choices that I am making. And it takes a strong and brave person to kind of pump the brakes a little bit in the midst of success to be able to analyze and to be able to introspect, am I really taking the right path in life? So we'll stop over here for today. We'll pick up in Meretz Hashem with another example of this with Eliyahu Hanavi in Meretz Hashem tomorrow.